Hey, podcast listeners, it's Michael Shelley here. Another special edition of the podcast, unfortunately, because one of my favorite guests passed away. Uh, I worked on getting this guy on the air for a while, and it was just a pleasure. It just came out great. Uh, so I'm sorry to have to bring you this podcast under these situation, but it's it's a good thing and that I we can pay tribute to Joe, and I've got something I've, I didn't air before uh, that uh, makes this podcast, I think, extra special. And what you're going to hear first is when I call Joe, and he puts me on hold, and then he comes back, and he uh, he, he jokes around a bit, and then he cuts a few IDs for me. And it's very sweet. You can hear, I think you get a good window into who Joe Franklin was uh, from hearing hearing really wasn't what wasn't supposed to be aired. But uh, he, he's a pro. And then we go into the interview, and I'm going to fade that out. And then what you'll hear is what aired in 2011 on, on uh, WFMU, on my show, as I introduced the interview, which I which was on tape, of course. And I just sort of set, set up who Joe Franklin is, uh, in case you don't know. Not everybody knew who Joe Franklin was and how getting the interview came about, because I think that was part of the Joe Franklin experience, was uh, just dealing with his his schedule, his life, becoming a part of, of that. So uh, then you're going to hear uh, Joe Franklin's theme music. So uh, first, though, we're going to hear the part that really wasn't meant to air. So I hope, hope you enjoy it, uh, and I hope in, in some way this pays tribute to really just part of real show business, which is so uh, so little of it is around these days. And uh, Joe, Joe, to me, personifies exactly that sort of dying real show business. So I hope you are well, and I hope you enjoy this little tribute to Joe Franklin. Oh. Joe Franklin's Mike Shelley. How are you? Who is this? Michael Shelley from WFMU. Hold on. Just here. Let me hear the end of my show. Hold on, Michael, please. Sure. I'm Becky. Hold on. And they all relocated from L.A. to Hollywood. And the way he could do that is he set up an infrastructure. Um, he changed uh, California history. I mean, not history. California architecture. There used to be the old Victorian home, and he did hillside um, Mediterranean-style um, architecture, and all the movie stars wanted to be in the most up-and-coming place, and that was Hollywood. Can I ask you, why are the history books uh, overlooked or minimized the uh, role, the importance of H.J. Whitley? Well, he was a quiet man, an honest man, and it wasn't really his goal to get notoriety. He just loved helping people, and that's really what he did. He didn't... We interrupt this broadcast to bring you Bloomberg Radio's coverage of NCAA. What do you say, kid? We're doing okay? He's doing okay. All right. How are you? I'll, uh, I'll do whatever you need. What, 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 what should I say, Michael? Uh, if you could just do a few IDs for me. Uh, you're listening to Michael Shelley on WFMU. Write this down. Hold on. Hold on, my boy. Sure. Hold on, my boy. Think it'll come over clear on the phone? Yeah, it sounds pretty good, actually. Okay, W. Hold on, don't run away. I'm patient. Is that, is that the uh, college station? Is that the one that Rich Connery is on? No, this is a station. Uh, it's uh, just a community station. It's been here for, for about 52 years now. Oh, that's fabulous. And uh, listener supported. And uh, and what, what town are you? Uh, the studio is in Jersey City right now, and uh, just right across the water. 
what do you got, Michael? You got a, a disc jockey, a record album, record show? I do. I play re- all kinds of records on Saturday morning. I also interview folks. I've interviewed, you know, everyone from Sam Butera to Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys, Brenda Lee, all kinds of people. I'm going to take the phone off the hook. Hold on. Let me get rid of this phone. Hold on. Hello? Timmy, were you listening? Yeah, at least we got on there because we just lost about thirty, about 20 seconds with the rest of the show got got cut off, you know? Listen, sports sports pays the rent. You can't knock what pays the rent, right? <laughs> no, but it pays the rent. Listen, it's on, again, it's on again tonight at 7, not 8. Se- yeah, but 7.37 and uh, then one thirty-seven. yeah. Listen, but you, let me ask you a question now. Are you home? I'm taping I'm taping an interview with a fellow at Doug your station, WFMU. Very big station, got maybe ten million people listening, you know? If this if they're drunk. Right? How many you got? Ten million listening? Uh, every yes, at least. At, at least ten million and if the if the if the weather is clear, at least a hundred people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> now listen to me, do me a favor. Call me in ten minutes, five minutes, ten minutes. Ten minutes, please. Very I got something good to tell you. Hello, Shelly? Yes. Michael, Michael, right? Yes. So Michael, so give me a clue now. Just uh, if you're listening to my good friend Michael Shelley, S H E L L E Y Shelley, right? That's right. And uh, and what about the show? WFMU. I play uh, number one hits. Sometimes we call the station the Fun ninety one. Uh, just if you could just give me a, f- a few different versions of, of that, Joe. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Go. I'm go. I'm taping. Right. Yes. Hello, my friends. Joe Franklin here of Memory Lane. And I'm listening along with you to my good friend Michael Shelley on Fun 91 WFMU. I think he's got a great, great show. Keep listening with me, and we'll enjoy it together for a long time to come. Michael Shelley, the one and only. That's great. That's fantastic. Is, is, it, is it the uh, Fun 91, right? Yes, exactly. You, you, you sort of got it all in there. You want to just take uh-huh. an, another shot at it and mix it up a little? All right, hold on. We just, we'd say hello to someone. just walked in. Hold on. Sure. All right. Okay. Hello, listeners. Joe Franklin here from Memory Lane. I'm a legend in my own room, a legend in my own, in my own uh, whatever it might be called, my own uh, uh, something or other. And uh, I'm listening to another up-and-coming legend named Michael Shelley. And I'm a big fan of Michael. He's got a terrific show on WFMU Fun 91. I think his choice of uh, guests and music and memorabilia and nostalgia and what's uh, hot and what's not is very much in the present limelight. Let's keep on listening for a long time to come to Michael Shelley. He's the one and the only on WFMU, and I love you for joining with me as we listen together. That's great. You are a professional, Joe. Joe, you got a, just a, a minute? I can ask you some questions? Of course, of course. Wonderful. Uh, Joe Franklin, born in the Bronx, I believe, 1926. Is that- I, I, I was born about the same year as, uh, let's see, Don Rickles and uh, Tony uh, Tony Curtis and Jerry Lewis and Dick Clark. And Tony- uh, it is Joe Franklin time, and I'm going to give you a little bit of background. One thing I've, I've found out is that I, I not everyone knows who... Joe Franklin is. Uh, people that grew up, especially outside of the New York City area, don't know who Joe Franklin is. And I know I've got listeners all around the country, all around the world. So a little background. Joe Franklin is a, I think he's an 84-year-old man who hosted 
a, a, a television talk show in New York City on Channel 9, which was New York City. Luckily, we had three local stations in addition to the to the network stations. Uh, and Channel 9 was kind of, I think, the lowest rent of those three. Uh, it's kind of hard to say. And uh, they had Joe Franklin on at various times. But for most of the time, I was paying attention very, very late at night. And Joe was famous for having lots and lots of guests on and keeping it moving and uh, unflappable. Uh, just a really fun show and had everybody from, you know, the Ramones to Bill Cosby to uh, to uh, Woody Allen. He had everybody on the show. So, uh, you know, just a legend. He, he was on the radio. He's still on the radio today on Bloomberg Radio. In fact, he's on on Saturdays. So uh, I, I was trying to track down, I've been trying to track down Joe for for a long time, and finally, actually, Drew Friedman, who's going to be on Rex's show in a couple hours, uh, hooked me up with the, the Joe Franklin hookup, and uh, so I call him, and uh, he you can you can hear there's 20 phones ringing in the background at all times when you call Joe Franklin, and he's very nice, he's very direct, he says, Mike, I'm crazy about you, I, I want to make you very happy, call me back next week, so you call him next week, Mike, this is fantastic, call me in 25 minutes. He call Mike. Can you call me next week? I'm being interviewed right now. It's a very big thing. I'm happening on the other line. So finally, the, we we set a time, and I call him, and uh, it, it, right, I call him, and he says, "Hold on, Mike. I'm listening to myself." And you can hear that he's on the radio in the background. He's listening to himself, and then when his own thing is is gets cut, it got cut off because they had the radio station had to cover a football game or a baseball game or something. And then his phone rings and he answers it and he talks about himself on the radio to one of his friends. He says, "Listen, I'm doing an interview with Michael Shelley from one of the biggest stations in the world. Call me back in ten minutes." And he hangs up and he begins the interview with me, which I know will probably only last ten minutes. And at the very end of this interview, you can hear Joe Franklin's phone ring start to ring, and then you hear Joe wind up the interview, end it, and he answers the phone, and, and that's how it ended. Uh, very interesting guy, a great story, really an amazing interviewer. Uh, you know, I think Joe Franklin is sort of a punchline of sorts because, uh, he, as he says himself, his whole life is slightly tongue-in-cheek. He's been parodied on Saturday Night Live and parodied by Uncle Floyd, uh, but really what he does and what he has done for so many years is fantastic. Uh, and I'm a, truly a big fan. So let's uh, hear from Joe Franklin. Joe Franklin, born in the Bronx, I believe, 1926. Is that? I, I, I was born about the same year as, uh, let's see, Don Rickles and uh, Tony uh, Tony Curtis and Jerry Lewis and Dick Clark and Tony Bennett. That was a golden, magical year for all of us superstars. I'm only being facetious, but. Uh, it was a, a good year to be born. Absolutely not facetious. You are the king of nostalgia, the author of 23 books. Tell me, how many records do you own? By the way, my last book, called Up Lake with Joe Franklin, sold 75,000 copies. Wow. And they're all in my house. And uh, <laughs> I, might, I might also add that uh, it's now in its third printing, because the first two printings were blurred. No. <laughs> As for the records, I've, I've got maybe one million seventy-eight RPMs. I don't know if uh, people nowadays remember the days of 78 RPM records, but they go around uh, pretty rapidly and uh, I've got everything ever made by Al Jolson, Eddie Cantor, Bing Crosby, Rudy Valley, Bob Hope. It's just a, 
an enormous collection. Yeah, I think, well, is it really is Al Jolson and Eddie Cantor, the love for those guys that sort of got you moving towards uh, show business, isn't it? Yeah, they were probably the leading uh, reasons. I think before them, I met a man named George M. Cohen. Remember the name called George M. Cohen? Yankee Little Dandy. I met him in the park, and he autographed. I asked him, did you ever make any records? He brought me to his home. Gave me one of the old records. Back in those days, Michael, there was only one-sided records. They didn't have two-sided records yet. So he autographed the record for me. And I said, Mr. Cohen, how many records have you made? And he said he made uh, about ten. So in the course of going through junk shops and memorabilia stores to find those ten records, I found out that the, the Cantors and the Jolsons and the Kate Smiths and Rudy Valley had made hundreds or thousands. So I knew right away my life's work was sort of cut out for me. Mm-hmm. And then I got a job with Martin Block. Remember the name? Make Believe Ballroom, Martin Block? Is Certainly. That- before your time, probably, and then uh, Martin Block got me my own radio show, then I got a call with day from Channel 7, and they were considering lighting up in the daytime TV that was going on from uh, 5 o'clock at night till a certain minute. There was no such thing as daytime TV, and they said, Joe, we like the way you talk, we like your style, we like your speaking voice, we give you an hour a day, what kind of a show might you do? I said, how about a radio show? The people just talking nose to nose, eyeball to eyeball, organically, and they said, Joe, you're out of your mind, you can't do a talk show on television. The word is vision. You got to give them seltzer bottles and pratfalls and baggy pants and burlesque kids. You can't do a talk show on television. So, you know, rock and roll was coming. I said, listen, how about I, I do a show of kids dancing to rock and roll records? They said, Joe, now we know you're not. So we're going to watch kids dance to records. Who comes along? Dick Clark becomes a billionaire. But I, I defied them, Michael. I think I did the pure uh, first organic talk show. And it was, I think. Talk shows are here to stay nowadays. Would you agree with me? They, they, they sort of caught on a little bit, huh? Absolutely. You started a trend uh, over over the how many years was the show your television show I was on TV? Forty three years. Yeah. I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records. You know, Johnny Carson did thirty years. I met somebody two nights ago. He says, "Me, Joe, I was watching Channel 13 the other day, the other night, and had a cavalcade of talk show hosts. He says, I saw Johnny Carson. I saw Mike Douglas. I saw Merv Griffin. I saw uh, Steve Allen, Jack Parr, all so many. But no, Joe Franklin. You know what I said? Hmm. I said, they're all dead. <laughs> I said, I'm still walking and talking. Did I give a good answer? <laughs> yeah, amazing. You were on the air, I think, from 1951 to about 93, every 93, single night. And and that- I'm on radio even before that. And then, you know, I'm still on, on Bloomberg Radio every day and doing, you know, just listening to myself right now talk about the history of Hollywood. So it's, uh, I'm not going to quit this business, Michael, until I get it right. <laughs> well, keep, keep trying, kid. Uh, you had about 300,000 guests. What uh, makes a good uh, guest, uh, Joe? They were Half a million. I, I, I had uh, five U.S. presidents. I had Ronald Reagan five times. I had Charlie Chaplin. I had uh, Woody Mike, Allen. Woody Allen, of course. I'm in some a lot of his movies. I mean, remember the movie Broadway? Of Danny course. Rose? And I, I, I had uh, John Wayne. I had uh, Cary Grant. I had Frank Sinatra three times. Bing Crosby twice. I, Joe Franklin, though, what what makes you such a fantastic interviewer is that you can interview a, a completely unknown or a, a president and still have a fantastic conversation. Well, that was part of my appeal. I had what you might call, you see, what would you, you might call it an eclectic mix. I would, I would have <laughs> Ronald Reagan on with the dancing dentist. I would, I would have uh, <laughs> Margaret Mead with the man who whistled through his nose. I guess whatever it was, uh, there was a big story in uh, New York Magazine that I invented all these techniques of, uh, you know, like stupid pet tricks that David, that David Letterman does. And right. Letterman mentioned my name the other night. It was a great, great plug. He's, he's very big, very good. I, I think talk shows have gotten a little bit mean-spirited, a little bit evil, but you can't knock it. It pays the rent, you know? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, what makes a good guest? What makes somebody a good guest? I think the answer is the, the host. The host. 
try to sort of look in his eyes and fascinate him and remember and mesmerize him and make him forget he's on TV. You know, most of them would rather be home writing books and making money with the editor. Says, listen, you want to sell books? You got to make the rounds of talk shows. You got to go out here and plug your uh, property, your uh, latest venture. So you got to it behooves the uh, the the host to sort of get him to you know get the plug for the book on fast and then with the movie stars plug the movie fast and. Nowadays, it seems to like girls with long legs and stuff like that. In my day, it was, it was more Sammy Davis and Harry Belafonte. But listen, I enjoy this chat. Will you invite me? When you're in town, come on my show. Will you show with Michael? Uh, of course I will. Yeah, I really appreciate this, Michael, and God bless you. Thank you, Joe Franklin. Keep up the good work. I'm very proud to know you, Michael.